Hey, hey, welcome guys. So before we get into today's episode of Larry's Bible Cast, um, I wanted to kind of give some of my reflections or I guess you would call them my, my thoughts um, before we get into this episode. Uh, mind you, this episode that you're about to listen to um, has been recorded already, but I just haven't had a, had a chance to publish it. Um, so first off, let me just say, um, yes, um, because I work um, full time, um, so it's been kind of hard to to put out the content that I would like. But again, like always, I'm so glad that if you tune in and, and check me out and also subscribe also as well. So whenever you uh, see a new episode, you'll know exactly when um, to listen. So I do appreciate all of my listeners and those that have been faithfully subscribing us. So I appreciate that. So, um, as of right now of this recording of what I'm recording to you right now, um, uh, this is, uh, October, I want to say it's October the, uh, the 15th or 16th, I think it is. Um, anyways, um, this is after the, uh, just the horrible events that was that has been happening in the uh, nation of Israel uh, on October seventh. Um, some people have described it as their nine eleven, and so I have to agree. Um, I haven't had a chance to at all talk about this, so this is why um, part of this is my my thoughts and just reflective. Excuse me, reflective thoughts about what. I've learned just like I'm sure some of you have already by now. So, uh, first of all, my prayers are for those that are over there in the nation of Israel, in Israel right now, as well as the Palestinians. And I will include them because in spite of the biblical differences, I guess, or the history behind um, the Palestinians and 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 the Jewish people, um they are in one sense i guess they are brothers um so this has nothing to do with what happened um so just so that some of you know you know of course you know they they were attacked um the jewish people or israel was attacked by a an extremist group called hamas and so just like some of you i'm also learning about this myself and to say the least, you know, like I said, very horrific uh, acts of violence over there on their people. There was it, it started off where um, there was a, a a musical concert or something of that nature. And uh, these these terrorists came in and they, uh, uh, you know, unannounced, of course, and surprised everybody um, and killed a lot of innocent young people starting off in this in this uh in this musical uh concert that they were enjoying themselves they came in they they kidnapped uh young people they they killed young people point gun range um sliced them you know cutting uh cutting them all kind of ways of, of that you can kill a person is what they what they were doing they went from that that point 
to uh, invading households, uh, neighborhoods, uh, maybe stores and whatever else that wherever else they can intrude on. Um, there has been, I guess, I'm not sure exactly how many, um, how many uh, 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 Hamas terrorists there were. But from what um, it started off with a hundred, just a hundred killed to where it, it, it now is, is grown to, I want to say three, four hundred or maybe even more than that now, five hundred. Um, and this is including now women and children, uh, even infants, even babies, even older people. Um, if, you know, if you've been watching the news like I've been watching um there had been uh, seniors. Uh, there was a lady that they were talking about on the news who was a, a Holocaust victim that was captured, um, that was uh, taken as a hostage. Uh, she was barely, it, just in a walker and whatnot. Uh, just horrible, horrible stuff. Uh, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but I'm sure you've you've either heard about it already. The news has already broadcasted it, but even infants have been beheaded um there have been whole families uh killed all at the same time uh, there's been just a massacre uh, and, and i and i stress the fact it was a massacre of individuals in uh the the town i'm not sure exactly what town of israel or what area of israel but i believe they would get came in through the north side of the of the of the continent uh so at this at this moment now of course you know israel is is responding to this and they are responding by way of military force so the uh idf which is the israel defense um uh infantry or the the uh their their military is now responding um and as of this recording, there's a lot of news that's been developing uh, from the point of who was responsible other than Hamas. Uh, Hamas, from what I've learned uh, so far through various sources now, um, being that it's a, 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 a more of an Islamic or extremist uh, Islam, uh, Islamic um, group of uh, fighters um, that has been funded by a country called you know the country of iran and so this is a backdrop behind it all um as of now the the, the it's gotten the attention of the international community um a lot of a lot of countries and a lot of uh, a lot of countries are now speaking out leaders of other countries are speaking out against it some of them are believe it or not are speaking in support of Hamas and the killings. It's unfortunate. Um, even uh, protesters right here in the United States, uh, some are are uh, protesting for uh, the killing of of Israel of Jews, um, but some are are also um, protesting that uh, Palestine needs to be free of the Israelite or the Jewish, um, I guess Jewish government um they want them to have their own land which again this is a maybe a topic for another time but um the protesters is is one thing 
Um, some of them are even supporting, like I said, the killing of Jews, which I think is just, it's just crazy. So uh, let me get to the point. So as, as I've been observing this and watching this on the news set, like some of you all have by now, I have understood one thing, two, two things to be sure. Um, that behind everything we see um, in the physical realm, there is a spiritual realm. And I can definitely um, see that along with the hatred and the violence and everything else that's being experienced right now, this is definitely satanic. Okay. And I'm, and I, I don't use that word lightly. I really um, am convicted by what I see and what I have seen and what has been reported. Um, this is evil. This has been evil. Um, just the amount of violence and the types of violence it was and 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 also the and i'm just gonna say the raping of women there's been you know hamas uh, uh i guess soldiers or people that's part of hamas that have been not only capturing these women but raping them defiling them according to what their their culture is it's just a lot of horrible things that that hate they have done and what and are doing so now, like I said, Israel is now responding. They're responding militarily. They're going into the area of, of, of uh, Gaza, which is where Hamas uh, was residing and shooting off their, their rockets, their missiles. And same thing, Israel is doing the same thing now. They are now currently have gone into Gaza. I believe they are starting their ground war. I know that they, they did a lot of airstrikes. A lot of things that's been happening they also um israel also uh, has been hit with airstrikes from from hamas okay and um their defense system the iron dome has also been a part of uh, protecting um certain sites at in israel so to say the least like i said there's a lot of unsettled rest that's going on right now so <coughs> excuse me so what i want to say is that we need to pray for that that we need to pray for israel we need to pray for like i said the, the jewish people and the palestinian people the palestinian people have nothing to do with hamas according to what we're hearing uh, the palestine palestine and the palestinians they're innocent parties they are also caught in the crossfire unfortunately uh hamas is a group that's also using palestinians as 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 shields as as collateral damage and so that's what's been going on over there um another thing is lebanon as well as hezbollah which is another uh, terrorist group or organization that's also funded by iran so we also know and and there's been a lot of back and forth on the news as to whether or not iran is is directly is is responsible maybe not indirectly but for what it seems like iran doesn't he's they're not they're not so to speak getting their hands involved with this though they have been indirectly indirectly involved meaning they funded these terrorists they fund they, they've they've given them the weapons they basically says this is to do whatever it is you want to do which they already know just like them they're not a friend of israel united states have now just they they, they they're standing firm with israel they are um in support of israel they are um making sure that that they're letting the world know that we're standing for, with them 
also just not just to mention too Israel I mean I'm sorry the United States have now brought in their self militarily they they are now warships in the ocean um two of their biggest warships are now in the ocean right now um same way with with uh certain um uh, B-51, I just learned there's some B-51 bombers that are now in the in the area of, I believe, Lebanon right now or in uh, uh, areas of Syria. Uh, one of the Israel uh, embassies have now been attacked so, by protesters. So there's a lot going on. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that there's nations that are happening. But one of the things that I want to say again is that this here, we can almost kind of tie it in with what we're seeing in the Bible and certain things that have been happening in, in the Bible, but not, not directly. So the word of God tells, excuse me, <coughs> tells us, um, in, and I should have had this ready for you guys. Uh, this is in Matthew. Uh, let's see. Uh, give me a give me a, just a second here and I want to say it's in 24 okay let's 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 get into this real quick and I'm sorry for the length of this but I, I I've I've been holding this in for a while since October 7th since these events and I want to take us to the book of Matthew uh, chapter 24 and let's let's start off in verse 3. And it's talking about the signs of the times and the end of the age. And this is Jesus. He's talking to his disciples right now. And it says, now as he sat, talking about Jesus, now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be? And when? And what will be the sign of your coming and end of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you for Many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. Let's let's go a step further in verse seven. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilence and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Okay, so let's stop right there. I, there's a lot more that that can be read um, in this passage. Jesus, in, in my opinion, gives a lot of good information um, as he's talking to his disciples, and um, very significantly, I just got through hearing a video which I thought was was really powerful um, that that referred to this passage and uh, was also saying stating that. Um, the area in which this was told this was on the Mount of Olives this the reason why this is this was really powerful to me because on the Mount of Olives is also where Jesus will return okay just so happened the Mount of Olives again is where these this time uh, where Jesus sits down on the Mount of Olives I thought that was awesome and powerful just to understand that some of you might have known this already but I just 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 to point that out jesus himself is uh a, you know in the physical he's a jew so he came he came to this world in israel in jerusalem all right and then 
he was born in Jerusalem or born in Bethlehem, raised in, the, in, in, in Nazareth, and his ministry was in Jer Jerusalem, and he and and then he was crucified in Jerusalem. Okay, and then after that, then he after he resurrected, he ascended from the Mount of Olives. Okay, he ascended back to heaven, and now according to as he is as 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 the bible predicts and shows i mean that he will come back the same way he will come back to to earth he will come back to our world and touch down on the same mountain of mount the mount of olives and i said it to say this okay jesus lays out um a few things in this in this passage but one of the things that you that that i really paid attention to in this is that when he says you will hear wars and rumors of wars but the other part of it says see that you are not troubled okay for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet so let me just focus on that real quick this is in verse 6 um matthew 24 verse 6 okay this is very significant because again like like we i just started out with my thought here the things that are happening <coughs> excuse me sorry about my cough i got allergies um the things that are happening in the middle east they are on the world stage and the pieces of the puzzle or the pieces of uh coming uh, coming closer to the end or the the last days which i always said that we are in the last days so the last days for was from the time that even where it, it mentions that in um i wouldn't say in first peter um also he mentions that there that we are in the last days in these last days okay so again all these things that jesus is talking about is already happening the 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 bible itself is fulfilling itself i say that to say that in spite despite of all the things that we are now the horrific things that we are seeing we need to be continuing praying we need to be uh, vigilant and at this time like as always like i've always said we need to be sharing the faith we need to be sharing the gospel of jesus christ we need to be praying for our 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 our, our, our non-believing friends relatives co-workers associates or whoever you may know okay now it's not the time to play church okay now it's not the time to be quote-unquote religious now is not the time to be wishy-washy one foot in one foot out jesus or or in revelations it says uh it, it, it describes one of the churches i believe the church of laodicea that was lukewarm that means hot or cold he you know he says he the description was i would rather you to be uh hot or cold if you are lukewarm i will spew you out of my mouth which means he will reject you as you're listening to me right now like myself go over and and, and 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 really check yourself your salvation the bible talks about where it says that uh, uh we need to uh with fear and trembling we need to 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 check our salvation we need to uh examine ourselves okay and don't feel as though oh, i got it together or i've been a christian a long time and therefore you know, I, I, I got this. Always remember to, to, to examine yourself in the light of scripture, just like I do. 
in the light of scripture how do i compare myself with the with what the scripture is saying am i living up to these things am i saying that you you have to you need to be um just like what the scripture is saying meaning like you you need to perform all these works no i am saying that first of all accept the lord jesus christ in your heart and and and, and make sure that you know that you're saved okay then after that read your bible and after that pray okay pray every day or every morning or every or every night or throughout the day all right establish that relationship with the lord right now this is we're living in the time now where we're starting to see the buildup of things that are happening in our world now i know that this is a a, a, a topic today or say in the month of October because of the wars but if you look around you there are many other things that are happening in just right here around you around your home around your community around your city your state okay in your country that is already beginning to develop and I'm talking about things that are moral immoral things people that are rejecting the truth rejecting god you know not not really having an appetite to really really follow the lord uh pursuing or chasing evil uh uh things that are ungodly you begin to see this in society anywhere you're at and the reason why is because we are continually going into a moral depravity all around you those of you that are standing firm in the lord Stay, stand firm in the Lord Don't change Don't don't, don't compromise With what is going on In today's society or, or whatever today's generation is If you need to come back Come back to the word of God Come back and, and, and repent Turn from your sins Right? Turn from your sins Like the Bible says Turn from your wicked ways And come back to the Lord now is the time not tomorrow not next week not next month not next year not when you feel like it not when you finish doing what you got to do in the world do it now do it now because the way these things are happening like the bible says there's earthquakes and rumor uh, earthquakes in various places there are things that are happening nation will rise against nation kingdom against kingdom wars and rumors of wars we're seeing that right now we are actually living in the fulfillment of these things god is still being patient he's still being patient so the end has not yet come this is a horrible event remember we just we're still we still got russia that is invading ukraine that's also as well another thing that's happening there is a lot of nations on the world stage that we're seeing that are that they're they're moving like like a chess piece pieces of the puzzle that are coming together you got russia and china they're beginning to talk they got north korea that's also beginning to talk with russia you got iran you got syria you got these countries that are also building nuclear weapons so as and i'm not saying this if it's a sense of urgency i'm not saying this to be scared because matter of fact the bible and jesus himself says 
see that you are not what troubled that you're not full of fear that you're not full of anxiety okay understand that these things according to him and according to what he says must come but remember this in verse 6 at the end of verse 6 it says but the end is not yet and i say that not to say that you have more time i say that though to prepare and the sense of urgency that you must have is to get right with the lord get right with jesus all right so that's what i have to say i know there's a lot going on i know i had a lot to say just now but i know there's a lot going on in our world other than just over in israel again pray for those people pray that the violence will stop pray that um israel will be able to maintain control of the situation and that those that are under the influence of this murderous regime or uh, um you know uh, executing violence and hatred and evil pray that it stops pray that it ceases all right we do know that as it goes though these are all the things that are happening in the world stage and it's continuously happening and listen <laughs> this may not and will not be the last time we see major things happen in our world there will be other things so like they say when you see these things i forgot where the verse is but it says look up for your redemption draweth nigh jesus is coming back he is coming back soon but remember this whether you are like i heard this one guy say whether you're post-trib or pre-trib meaning that if you're a post-tribulation believer or a post-tribulation believer just know that at some point the church will be raptured out of here and then the tribulation will happen or the tribulation will have will be po will be raptured out during the tribulation but either way be ready when jesus calls you home or calls you into the sky then when jesus come back then that's when the world end begins amen study the bible study the bible study the book of the book of john which is tells us about jesus study the book of romans which paul talks about salvation also read the book of daniel and the book of revelations the book of daniel in in the book of daniel we're talking about the end times in the book of daniel daniel's vision in the old testament then go to the new testament and read the book of revelations those two books will help us and help you to understand what's happening and what will happen in our world and also the like they say the revelation or the revealing of jesus christ you want to know what to what 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 to do pray talk to the lord open your heart and your and you open your heart to 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 begin to uh uh get him into your life amen all right again apologize for taking so long but i had to get this message out to you and my thoughts um to you God bless you. Stay prayed up. 
Stay faithful to the Lord always. I'll be talking to you soon and God bless. Hey, good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. This is your guy, Larry, and you're just tuning into another wonderful and awesome episode of Larry's Bobblecast. So today is, um, we're going to be doing a, a just a, another um, three-part uh, devotional of, or reading of our devotional, Unsung Heroes of the Bible. And thank God for these little short pieces of, uh, of um, I would say, days that are that are broken up in here. And we've been learning some good things about some unsung heroes, maybe names that are are just mentioned. And one of the things that I want to just say in before we get into this episode is how Paul, the Apostle Paul, was a very um, recognizable uh, character or person in the Bible in the New Testament. And we see through the letters of him writing to play. Places like the Church of Philippi, as well as even the Church of uh, Thessalonica, and we just just seeing um, in the in the Church of Colossus, excuse me, um, as well. We're seeing how just um, so many wonderful um, people that he mentions in the in the in his letters, and thanks to him, we are um, kind of seeing that Paul just wasn't alone. Um, to to start the church or to do the the missionary work that he has been called. You remember, uh, as we read about the Paul's journeys, he went and he was imprisoned several times. He went through so much, um, a lot of uh, persecution for doing what God has called him to do. And some of you um, out there, I'm sure that either are have been uh, involved with missionary work or things like that, and it's very very important work to help spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. But one of the things that we're talking about in this episode is unsung heroes. And so in this one here, we have um, day 12, 13, and 14 that we'll be talking about. And to individuals, two individuals that I would definitely say seem like they could have been related, but they are, looks like they might've been in different churches, but one is um, the name of Epaphroditus, and the other one was Epaphras. Epaphras, okay. So hopefully, um, again, I, I have been um, saying those names correctly. I'm not sure, but um, definitely know that these are not normal names that you normally would hear. But um, they, but regardless of their names, their works of of service and their works of of just um, um, uh, trustworthiness and co-workers and fellow soldiers and names that Paul has has described them have been just um, awesome and phenomenal and so and remember this too this is also a episode that we focus on the church the church workers church leaders in your church and everything so we can have you know just a successful local church in your communities. Remember the churches is, is uh, in your community is something that is really um, good to have and, and beneficial to the world at large. Amen. So I want to just encourage all of you to just, if you are a worker in the church, praise God for you. You are awesome. You are wonderful. You are needed. You are necessary. You are the, you are the one and, and, and or some other people that help 
hold the church together and help make the church what it is. Whether you are a, a greeter, whether you are a parking lot attendant, whether you are someone that works in the nursery um, of the church, whether you are, you know, whoever you are, the custodian, the janitor, it doesn't matter. You are so important to the local body of, of believers in that church. And without you, there are things, trust me, if you weren't there, then there will be something missing. So, Definitely, I want to encourage you to just stay faithful to the Lord and what you do, what you're doing, your your job, your your calling uh, in your life is very important to the local body of believers. So, um, in case no one has told you this, I am telling you this that you are definitely important and continue to work as unto the Lord, Amen. And um, again, those of you that are listening and knows the know people like this in your local church, please stop throughout your day or throughout the time of your of your visit at your local church and tell them how much you appreciate what they are doing tell them whether they're at the maybe at the the product booth maybe you have a church that has a product booth of 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 um selling products and tapes and and books and things and let them know not just about you know what you can buy but also tell them say you know what i want to let you know that i appreciate what you're doing here and and continue to do that you know, you see the greeter, the same thing. You'll let them know that you appreciate them. Amen. So again, without further ado, I appreciate everything. Um, uh, appreciate all of you tuning in and listening to me, listen to this, this uh, small little podcast. I appreciate that. And um, again, I want to encourage you to stay strong in your faith, continue to pray, continue to to do the things that you you're called to do in your life and stuff and have a good and wonderful week until then sit back and relax and enjoy this next episode of larry's Biblecast. So welcome back. So um, let's get right into the scripture portion of today's devotional, which is found in Philippians chapter two, uh, verses 25 to 30. And this is um, we're going to be talking about a a Bible unsung hero named Aphrodites, Ditus. OK, I might be spelling, saying it wrong, but this is the best way I can um I can actually pronounce his name. So Paul commends Epaphroditus. Meanwhile, I thought I should send Epaphroditus back to you. He is a true brother, co-worker, and fellow soldier. He was your messenger to help me in my need. I am sending him because he has been longing to see you. And he was very distressed that you heard he was ill. And he certainly was ill. In fact, he almost died. But God had mercy on him and also on me, so that I would not have one sorrow after another. So I am all the more anxious to send him back to you, for I know you will be glad to see him, and then I will not be so worried about you. Welcome him in the Lord's love. And with great joy and give him the honor that people like him deserve. For he risked his life for the work of Christ. And he was at the point of death while doing for me 
what you couldn't do from from far away. So what do you guys think about this? This is um, another person that um, Paul has been um, involved with when it came to um, the furtherance of the gospel and also the ch- the early church. And so this very interesting, um, just a very good, um, I guess, recommendation or commendation that Paul had. Again, Paul was a uh, was one of the early missionaries and one of the um, I guess one of the heroes um, of the Bible, I would call him that was starting the the work of the church and the the church at, at large. So let's read the devotion real quick. And it says, what makes Aphrodites Aprof- a hero? The Apostle Paul is often viewed as a hero of the Christian faith, and rightly so. But did he perhaps have a hero that he wanted to emulate? In other words, whose life story would he have deemed movie-worthy? Well, Aphrodites is a clear leader in the Philippian church, may very well have been the first on his list. Paul held him as a true brother, co-worker, and fellow soldier. And it's and it's impossible to miss how much the apostle admired and loved this man. Everywhere Aphrodite went, it seemed he brought comfort and joy to those in distress, and nothing could stop him from doing so. For Paul, for as Paul marveled, he risked his life for the work of Christ. What might, what might God doing in and through your life if you were willing to be as devoted to the cause of Christ as this true brother was? So that's a wonderful um, um, question. And what do you guys think about um, this individual, Epaphrodites? Um, I definitely feel like, you know, again, a lot of the unsung heroes that that is really you know didn't have a full chapter of of their works and and the things they have done but are mentioned by paul and i think this is very important especially for the early church because at that time you know he was establishing the 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 foundation of the church and he and paul did not do it alone and what i love about about paul and the readings that we can read about him in the letters is that he did mention a lot of people that was helping him by name. And this is true with this man, Epaphroditus. And one thing, let's, let's um, talk a little bit about what he had said as well in the, in the book of Philippians. And that was the fact that he was ill. He was sick. And he said that he almost died. But God had mercy on him and also on, on, on Paul so that that it would not add another sorrow after another. So, you know, you had individuals that were in prison with Paul. You had those that were preaching along with Paul, ministering to individuals and believers uh, along with them. Also, um, Paul also sent people to other members of the the early church. So I thought that was really good. Um, This is, again, it's a small, short segment about um, this this um, true hero, like they said, true soldier. Uh, he 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 uh, acknowledges him as a true brother, a co-worker and a fellow soldier. And, and uh, 
he was, he says, your, your messenger to help me in need, in my need. So understand where the definition of an unsung hero really is. Sometimes it is one or a person who does not really get um, the, the, the recognition, but yet they also are um, in the background. They are also um, um, doing the things that doesn't really get a lot of notoriety, not, you know, someone that that's not on a pedestal, but they are silently in the background doing the work that is just as important as those of the, of, as one person that you may see. So I think Epaphroditus, um, it definitely qualifies as number one, as an unsung hero, but again, some of you out there, um, also might be some that someone or you know someone that is quietly behind the scenes doing the work that they normally would do. If it wasn't for them, you know, maybe a certain project wouldn't have happened. Maybe a ministry wouldn't have taken off. Um, maybe, you know, there's so many things that that you know, you may have someone in your life or know someone or you yourself might be this person that is doing something that to you maybe maybe uh small maybe not as 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 huge but it's also you know helping to put the whole piece of the puzzle together and the whole production of whatever it is together okay so again i want to encourage you if you are this person if you are one of these pretty people that are just silently doing things like that be encouraged continue to do the work that that god has called you to do and also, like the Bible says, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. That means do it to your best of your ability, your your talents, whatever it may be, whatever you're called to do, do it as unto the Lord. Make sure that you're doing it as if as if the Lord is watching you, not just the person that you are working for or working with. Do it as unto him and giving him glory in everything you do. Amen. So that's kind of pretty much what I have to say about this. Listen, we're going to take a quick little break. And we're going to go on to the next day, which should be day uh, 13. And we'll discover what the next unsung hero of the Bible is. All right. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. So we're back again. We're going to have another quick, short um, devotional. And this one here, I'm reading it from day 13 of Unsung Heroes of the Bible. And this is another rather short one, but um, we're going to talk about an individual named Epaphras. Epaphras. Now, again, um, forgive me if I'm, I'm uh, uh, saying this name wrong. Um, remember, some of these names is... Names that uh, are not common names, especially among, um, I would say, the English version of of uh, names or American version of names. So um, I'm assuming that these names could have been uh, from those of Jewish descent or of uh, European descent at that time. So let's just uh, go with this uh, Epaphras, Epaphras, a member 
of your own fellowship and a servant of Christ Jesus sends you his greetings. He always prays earnestly for you, asking God to make you strong and perfect and fully confident that you are following the whole will of God. I can assure you that he prays hard for you and also for the believers of Laodicea and Heropolis. Heropolis. So this is out of uh, Colossians um, chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. And again, very short and sweet um, description of this gentleman. He was a member of. he was a member uh, or one of the, uh, I guess, uh, assuming helpers of of uh, the Apostle Paul. And he says um, he is also a servant of Christ and he sends you his greetings. So this was uh, obviously this was a letter that Paul had wrote and written to the uh, Church of Colossus. And what I love about this brief description of him was the fact that he earnestly prays for the saints. Okay. He earnestly prays for them, asking God to what? Make them strong and perfect, fully confident that you are following the whole will of God. Now, isn't this wonderful? I'm going to stop right here and we're going to talk just a tad bit about this, this individual. This person, uh, Epaphras. Um, is definitely someone that you want to have on your team, someone uh, in your church, someone that is a prayer warrior, someone who is an encouraging, strong prayer um, person that constantly prays. OK, and I want to say that one of the beautiful things about this is that his prayers are earnest and his prayers are sincere and he he definitely wants the saints to be strong in the Lord, like it says, following the perfect will of God. Okay. And so you definitely want someone like this. I mean, you know, again, we call them, at least the church that I was going to in California, we call them, uh, intercessors. And so it's really, um, beneficial to the church to have some really strong intercessors, pastors and, and, and certain ministries definitely want to have a strong intercessor in your midst, even in your home. If your your wife or your husband is an intercessor, has the gift of intercessory prayer, definitely is something um, as a benefit to your home because they are constantly praying. Remember Jesus Christ himself as he, uh, you know, died and resurrected and, and went to the father. He sat on the right hand of the Father, praying and interceding for us all. Okay, so let's go to the um, let us go right now to the devotional portion of this. Let's see. Okay, what makes Apophis a hero? Okay, many biblical names continue to be popular. When naming babies, but Epaphras is not one of them. See, this is what I was talking about. And yet most parents would love to have a child who grew up to be like this unsung hero of the early church. The Apostle Paul was fond of Epaphras, calling him a beloved co-worker and faithful servant. This is also found in Colossians 1 and 7. But what blew Paul away about this dear friend was his unrelenting relenting commitment to pray for the needs of those who uh, he had the privilege of influencing. In particular, Paul noted Epaphras 
Always pray earnestly for you, asking God to make you strong and perfect, fully confident that you are following the whole will of God. Wow. The passion and devotion are palatable, palatable um, or palpable. Excuse me. What might our relationships look like if we faithfully wrestle in prayer or wrestled in prayer among similar lines for those we love? Now, again, I want to say that I want to encourage some of you that if this is your calling, calling to to pray for others, pray for your for your friends, your relatives, your church, even um, your job. Um, these these are great things to continue on um, praying for. You know, you want to make sure that uh, that this is uh, this is something that you 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 continue to work toward in your in your life. Um, you have preachers and teachers and. And, and those that um, are greeters or those that are encouragers like Barnabas was um, that we learned in, in, in previous um, episodes that I talked about in Unsung Heroes. You have people like Priscilla, people like Junia, um, just wonderful people that um, that just kind of, you know, continue to push forward in helping the furthers, not only of the gospel, but the growth of the early church. Amen. So I want to just continue to to encourage some of you that are co-workers and, and co-workers in your local church, continue to do that. Continue to be um, an asset to your church. Continue to to push forward the gospel, the, the whole mission of your local church, okay? And so we're going to take another quick break, and we're going to be right back. And we are going to possibly go into, um, let's look at day 14 of, um, of Unsung Heroes of the Bible. And uh, we'll take a quick short break and we'll conclude this episode with day 14. So welcome back. So this will be our last segment of this episode. I'm glad that, first of all, that you hung out, hung out with me today. And um, uh, hopefully these these uh, short little devotionals that I've been going through have been kind of beneficial. Little tidbits of encouragement, I call them. And just, uh, you know, just it's, it's wonderful as you read the Bible and you read uh, parts of the Bible, you begin to um, come across people, whether they're just names in the Bible, whether they um, um, people like Paul have mentioned these individuals in the in the early church. And it's just so good to see how um, the, how he acknowledges some of the, some of these individuals in the church. And uh, just again, I want to always encourage each and every one of you that whatever capacity that you are. Um, doing within your local church body um, that is it's not insignificant it is very um, important and so just want to continue to to uh, to get you um, encouraged and to strengthen your your involvement in your local church so that you can continue to help advance not only the gospel of the, of Jesus Christ but the church growth in your neighborhood in your area wherever you're from and um just understanding how important that ministry is to not only just the the believers the the believers that are there in the church but also and, and also to yourself too 
So you're not just doing it just for them, but you're also doing it for yourself because guess what? Your faith increases the more that you're in, involved, the more that you get involved with ministry and 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 just helping uh, the ministry of helps in your church. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and conclude this with the last uh, devotion, and this will be in day 14 of Unsung Heroes of the Bible. And this is going to be found in the book of Thessalonians, Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12 and 13. Very quick here, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted Love because their work and because of their work and live peacefully with each other. Okay, let's read that one more time. So, dear brothers and sisters, honor those who who are uh, who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. So let's um, let's um, dive into this just a tad bit, um, kind of expounding a little bit on this scripture. Listen, um, as I said before about the local church, some of you are a part of the local church. Some of you are members of a local church. Some of you might be working in your local church. And um, it's definitely something to be encouraged. Paul is, is writing this letter to the church of Thessalonica. Um, in that time or that region of the world, I was, I would assume, and he starts off by saying, brothers and sisters, it's important for the, for us to understand in reading this, that this is not a stranger. In other words, you're part of the body of Christ. And if you're a part of the body of Christ, um, you are a brother or a sister. Okay. And one of the things that he's doing in this letter, he says, honor those who are what leaders in the Lord's work. And, and as a leader, this is probably one that has, has either started up a ministry, started up a church, um, a ministry in your church or what have you honor them. Okay. Make sure that you are respectful to them. Make sure that you are, um, at least helping them and assisting them in the things that the Lord has them doing. And so, they, he, he acknowledged or he says in this letter that they work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Now, this could be referring to maybe your Sunday school teacher. It could be um, referring to a a youth youth pastor or even a, a um, counselor or somewhat, um, maybe a deacon, maybe a, a missionary, a mother in the church um, could be a even a, a evangelist or even a pastor it could be a pastor leader a teacher a bible teacher so these are the things that we really want to um show show love and honor and respect for our leaders that are in the church and um just continue to pray for them, pray for their strength, pray for their God's guidance and continue to help them whenever possible. OK, so this is very, this is a very um, encouraging part of this letter that Paul is is um, is uh, sending to the third church of Thessalonica, Thessalonica. It says on verse 13, show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. So <clears throat> very important to understand that 
you know, when we're a body of, of believers that are gathered together, that there is no big eyes or little U's. There's everybody is one in the same. Everybody's helping to do something to further the gospel, further the message of of of, of the Lord within the body of Christ. Remember this, when you're in the local church, it's there to strengthen you. Remember, um, um, there's a verse of scripture where it says that forsake not together, forsake not the assembly of one another um, in the church, basically, as it as it would be. It's days are shorter. Days are getting shorter. Okay. It's important to, to come together and encourage one another um, as the days um, are approaching the very end of these last days. Amen. So I want to get into, let's look at the devotion. Okay. So it says here, it says, what makes the leaders in Thessalonica heroes? It says, it's perhaps a depressing thought, but most of us will be forgotten in a couple of generations. Our names won't conjure up heroic or plastered on the side of a building for posterity we will simply fade rather quickly into obscurity but take heart some of the most compelling leaders in the early church remain unnamed as in today's passage we have no idea who they are exactly but we know how they carried themselves in doing their part to fulfill the mission of Jesus. As Paul clarified, they work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. And he calls the whole church to show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work. There's a challenge for challenge here for how we respond to our leaders. Their names will soon be forgotten, but for now we encourage them in the hard work of leading. So let me, let's go to the takeaway of this. It says, who is a leader in your life that would benefit from your encouragement and support at this time? Come up with a specific plan to overwhelm that person with your wholehearted love because of their work. And I want to continue to, to again, encourage you all to do the same, do the same, uh, as this is saying, uh, in this devotional today, um, you may be, you may be a leader and you may be someone that is, you know, quietly doing the work of the Lord. And that's fine. Continue to do that. Continue to do like they say, do it, do the work as unto the Lord, even when no one is watching, even when no one is giving you, uh, um, uh, standing ovation, so to speak. And be encouraged by that because a lot of times, you know, got to remember, um, the Lord is the one that's watching you. Okay. And, and, and remember that. Remember one day we'll pass from this life and we will stand before the Lord. And remember that the things that you have done faithfully, consistently all the time, whether it's an audience of, of one or audience of none, continue to go forward and, 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 uh, and go forward in the Lord and do the work that God has called you to do. Listen, so many people sometimes get discouraged because there's nobody listening or there's nobody uh, hand clapping or there's nobody giving them some kind of card of appreciation. But remember this, you're not just doing it for that. You're doing it as unto the Lord. Somebody, some way is getting blessed by what you do. Okay. And so I just want to kind of take that time to encourage that person that's out there that could be thinking or get a little discouraged about, well, I'm not getting, um, I'm, I have, nobody's recognized me. Nobody has seen me or nobody said anything about things that I have done. Okay. 
So I want to encourage you that right now. I know it, I know it's kind of it's easy to say what well, the Lord is watching me or what have you, but you want that human contact. But guess what? A lot of times we just have to focus on the work that God has called us to do. Amen. And I speak to myself as well. So I'm not just saying this to you. I'm also this is also a good message for me as well. And listen, um, those of you that know leaders and know uh, workers that are in the church that are also leaders, please, you know, encourage them. Also, um, let them know that that you appreciate everything they have done. They're doing within the church. It could be the janitor of the church, could be the custodian of the church. It could be the one that the the parking attendant that's in your church could be the one that's that's greeting the, greeting you when you come in the door could be someone who um, is working in the children's ministry or the ministry of helps or what have you listen everybody there plays a part in that in that ministry and continue to to show them respect show them love and everything else that you do if you can give them a card listen there's nothing hard about giving them a card and saying you know what here this is for you i just want to let you know you're doing such a wonderful job and it blesses me every day just to see you consistently doing what you're doing okay also let your pastor know you appreciate them you appreciate the hard work he or she is doing in the church the same thing let them know don't let if you feel the lord is listen barnabas was the uh, person of encouragement you could be that person you could be the person that encourages other leaders in the church so again this is continue to to help the church flourish and 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 if you're getting something from what you're getting in the church by all means definitely uh, give a accommodation. I love the fact that Paul mentions these individuals and writes them in the letter, writes them by name. It's really good that they are getting uh, recognition for the work that they have been doing. Paul, uh, he was one of the most uh, uh, one of the most recognizable names in the Bible in the New Testament, and he is also recognizing those that that not too many people are recognizing. And again, closing out today, this is why we call some of these individuals our unsung heroes of the Bible. It's just wonderful to see that and wonderful to understand that. Remember, these are uh, those that are giving you spiritual guidance and, and, and again, show them love and respect every day or every time you see them. Okay. All right. Well, thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for just your, your attention. Thank you for uh, just kind of stepping in a little bit and just hearing what I have to say. I appreciate you all. I appreciate everything that you either send me or as far as just your accommodations and even your prayers. Definitely you can use your prayers all the time. Please, definitely. I need I need your prayers. I need your intercessory prayers as well so that I can continue on doing the work of um, that God has called me to do. Okay. All right. Well, you guys have a wonderful and awesome and beautiful week ahead. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon. God bless you. Bye bye.